Hey, 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 you are very welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a dietitian and my purpose here is to smash the taboo of binge eating. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. In today's episode, I really just want to sit down and have a candid chat with you about weight. When you are doing this work, when you're trying to overcome binge eating, I recommend that you put the desire to lose weight over to one side. And that's regardless of what your current body size, shape or weight actually is. I ask you to put it aside for a bit to give you the space that you can heal your relationship with food. And then in time, if you want to, you can revisit your desire to lose weight if you even want to. I'm definitely not recommending it. I'm sitting down today to record this episode because something tells me that this is your biggest barrier to doing this work, to overcoming binge eating. You may be fearful of letting go that desire to lose weight. You may be really worried about what is going to happen to your weight. If you've already gained some weight lately, you may be wondering, is it just going to increase, increase, increase. When is it going to stop? What if I gain 20 stone and I'm a whole different person? I couldn't live with myself if that happened. I want to begin this episode just by saying, I hear you. I really, really hear you. I know how hard it is to let go of the desire to lose weight. And I understand that if you are in a body shape that is marginalized by society, that is looked down on, on being a not ideal body shape because you're in a bigger body, then it's probably going to be even harder for you to let go of the desire to lose weight. Because as long as you're trying to lose weight, well, at least society can know that you are at least trying to do something about it. You are not just accepting it and being okay with it. You are actively trying to, quote unquote, be better. Now, probably at this point, you are throwing your hands up in the air and saying, yeah, but what do you know? You are in a straight size body. You can walk into a clothes shop and buy clothes in your size. You don't have to walk down the street and get looks off other people just because of your weight. And to that, I say, you are dead right. That's true. I don't have lived experience of being in a bigger body. But what I do have experience of is working with many, many people who have struggled for sometimes their whole lives. As I've said before, I've worked with women in their 80s who are still actively dieting and they'll say that they have dieted for the last 60 years. So please know that I do recognize that I don't have this lived experience And with every single podcast episode that I record, I say to myself, are you acknowledging this topic from the perspective of somebody who is in a bigger body, not in a straight size body? And on that note, I hope that you are comfortable with me using the term bigger body. There are lots of different ways that you can describe people who live in larger bodies, but it is hard to find one that everybody likes I definitely don't like to use the terms that are used in the clinical medical setting or the ones that you'll see in the media. Um, I'm not going to say them now, but I'm talking about the ones that begin with the letter O. 
and there's two of them, so I'm guessing that you know what they are. Even though I don't personally have this lived experience, I have learned a lot from working with many, many, many of you in the last almost seven years since I have been a dietitian. So today I have compiled a few little tips for you for how to begin to get your head around the idea of letting go of the quest for weight loss. I'm not saying it's as easy as just listening to these tips and all of a sudden you don't want to lose weight anymore. I know that weight loss is something that is ingrained in us from such a young, early age that it can be really hard to let go of. But I just wanted to give my advice, my tips, so you can listen to this podcast when you are feeling in one of those spirals where all you can think about is your weight being connected to your worth and how you feel that you're a bad person if you're not constantly trying to lose weight. Before I get into it, just my usual disclaimer, please don't take any healthcare advice from a podcast. This is just for informational purposes only. Always seek the individualized support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. And hey, if you would like me to be your individualized dietitian, why not seek out one-to-one coaching? I do an eight-week package to help people like you overcome binge eating. There's a link in the show notes where you can get more information and book a free 15-minute, no-obligation introduction. All right, without further ado, let's get into this. My tips for you to pull yourself out from that constant desire to always trying to be losing weight. The first thing that I would like you to consider is why. Why do you want to stop trying to lose weight? What has happened for you to be fed up with trying to lose weight? Is it that you are sick of being constantly on a diet being sick of starting new diets every single day and then binging at some point in the day only to have to start all over again? Are you sick of that feeling that you get in the pit of your stomach when you step on the weighing scales and you see that the number has gone up and you realize that your whole day is going to be ruined now because of just that number on the scales? Maybe it's that you have children now and your little girl saw you weighing yourself the other day and started to ask you, what's that all about? And should she start weighing herself? Maybe it's that you don't want your children to have the same experience with food that you did. You were brought up in a household where you weren't allowed to have dessert unless you finished your dinner. And you're just somebody who never really liked dinners. You don't really like savory foods. And you felt punished because you just really, really didn't like what was served to you for dinner. And you got to watch the rest of your siblings enjoying their dessert, but you never got to have any. If you're struggling to think about what your why is, I'd ask you, why are you listening to this podcast? Why are you listening to a podcast about recovering from binge eating and not another nutrition or diet podcast? There must be something going on that you really want to change, that you are just not happy with in relation to your relationship with food. Have a think about it. Think about why you want to stop constantly trying to lose weight all the time. The next thing that I would like you to do is to consider where has trying to lose weight gotten you so far? As I said, some people spend their entire lives trying to lose weight, 
but they don't actually ever really lose significant weight. They might shift down a few pounds and up a few pounds, but never really reach their weight loss goals, despite being on a diet all of the time. Ask yourself this and be honest. Has my quest for weight loss given me what I wanted? Or has it just led me into a false sense of security? It promised me all these things. It promised me that I would lose half a kilo a week and that I would be able to fit into my skinny jeans by Christmas. But what actually happened was very different. I'm sure that you've heard this before, but diet culture is a liar. Diets will tell you exactly what you want to hear and then make you feel like you're the one who's just not doing it right. Like you're the one that failed when in fact it has nothing to do with you at all. It's that the way diets are set up is that they just fail. They rarely ever give you exactly the results that they promised and at least not for a significant amount of time. Sure, it's easy to lose weight for Christmas, but what about bringing you up until the next Christmas? Not many diets will be able to promise that you'll maintain your weight loss for a whole year. So just to take a second and be honest with yourself, has trying to lose weight gotten you to where you want to be? The next thing that I would like you to do, and I know this is getting quite heavy now, these are difficult questions to ask yourself. But if you're still with me, the next thing I would like you to look at is what trying to lose weight has cost you in the past. What has it cost you to be on a quest for weight loss for the last number of years? And I'm not just talking about financial cost, although I bet that comes into it as well. Slimming club memberships, special foods, protein shakes, spending a ton on these low-calorie syrups that um, cost probably three times the amount of regular syrup or honey. All of those small things, they do really add up. But as I said, I'm not just talking about the financial stuff. I'm talking about the cost to your life, the cost to your mental health. How much time have you spent thinking about your body, weight, shape and size in the last few years? If you could give a percentage, how, how much do you think it is? If, it, if it's anywhere from 25% up to 75%, I think you are in the norm. I think a lot of people spend a hell of a lot of time, even up to three quarters of their mental space, thinking about losing weight. So that's the cost to your mental health. What about the cost to your relationships? How many times have you had to cancel dinner with the girls or cancel brunch with your colleagues because you were so afraid of the calories or you felt that it was unnecessary because it's just unwanted calories? It's just going to push you over your limit for the day. And if you just stay at home, well, then you'd be better off. How about family relationships? What about when you come home from work after a really busy day on a Friday? And your husband or your wife has made you a lovely three-course meal. They've taken the afternoon off and they have prepped all day. And it's three courses. It's really decadent and rich. And it might be your favorite from a time gone past. 
and your response is one of disgust and you can't believe that they are trying to jeopardize your diet. This may sound extreme to some people, but I think you and me can both agree that this does happen. So I want you to take some time to think about the cost of weight loss, the cost to your mental health, to your relationships, to your finances as well, and to general life experiences. We've all been there when you go to the beach with your family and you can't really enjoy it because you are so self-conscious about how you look. And that family moment now is gone forever. At this point, I'd like to say it is really okay if you feel angry right now. If you start to tot up these costs and realize what trying to lose weight has, has cost you over the years, It's okay to get angry and to lament and have some grief over those things that you can't get back. Just know it really is never too late. You don't have to live your whole life always trying to lose weight. And finally, the last thing that I would like you to consider is that you can choose to diet and to lose weight again in the future. It's important that you know that if you do want to go back and diet and go back and try and lose weight in a year or five years time, nobody is going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I'm sure that your family isn't going to stop you or your colleagues aren't going to stop you. It's important that you know that weight loss isn't being banished. It's not something I'm saying that you have to forget about and never be looking to lose weight again. No. If I say that you have to shun all thoughts of weight loss and you can never consider it again, it's going to set up this weird deprivation mentality. It's going to make you crave dieting and weight loss even more because it feels like something unattainable, something that you can't have. If you are looking to improve your relationship with food and overcome binge eating, it's helpful to know that if you don't like it, If you don't like doing this work and you don't like what life is like after you've overcome binge eating, you can always go back to trying to lose weight. That is your choice. You are the expert of you. You have body autonomy and you get to decide what is the best thing for you. Am I recommending that you try to overcome binge eating and then lose weight? No, I'm not. I have to be honest. I respect the science that most diets don't work in the long term. As soon as a diet comes out that has shown to be efficient at maintaining weight loss for greater than five years without the person having to basically engage in an eating disorder to maintain it, then I might rethink it. But for now, I'm not recommending it. But that doesn't matter. You still get to make the best decision for you. Okay, let me go through those again. The first thing I would like you to remember is why. Why have you decided that you want to escape the cycle of always wanting weight loss? The second thing is to look at where striving for weight loss has gotten you so far. The third thing is to assess the cost. What has being on a diet or what has seeking weight loss cost you so far in life? And remember, it's never too late to change. And the last thing is remember that you can always choose to go back to dieting. Just because you make the decision to try to overcome binge eating and put weight loss aside for a moment doesn't mean that you can't go back to it in the future. 
Okay, I am going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me again. If you liked today's episode, why not let me know? Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. And remember, if you would like to seek one-to-one private coaching with me as your dietitian, then why not set up a free 15-minute, no-obligation introduction and we can chat about it more. All right, I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm.